today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. We've certainly heard lots about highways and, and streets, and, you know, Ted was just talking about this in the news, about what's happening in the city of Hamilton and how uh, certain areas have fallen into uh, disrepair. I've also noticed that, you know, because LRT is coming, they're not really touching those routes at all because they're going to tear them up again, I guess. Uh, but that being said, this certainly isn't a new problem, and lots around the city are complaining about uh, potholes and such, and we have had a bizarre winter. There is no two ways about that. You go through the thaw and freeze cycle a couple of times, you're going to get this sort of thing. But it's also a major problem on Highway 6. And, of course, that highway always has, has uh, you know, had difficulties, whether it's one way or the other. And... Um, Here's a note that came into uh, PC MPP for Haldeman Norfolk, Toby Barrett. And, you know, this has got to resonate with a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of you are in this situation. Uh, this note says, I was driving along Highway 6 with my children in my van when the truck in front of me hit one of the potholes, threw a large chunk of asphalt up and hit the windshield. The result was a very large impact mark and crack stretching from one side to the other. Uh, I should also mention this has not only uh, scared me, it scared the kids. This could have come through the window and killed one of us. This is completely unacceptable and a danger, as I have indicated above. Placing a sign that uh, states the road is rough is not an acceptable alternative to repairing this immediately. Uh, My husband has been taken off work on medical leave and has no income. I work part-time as a bus driver. There is no room in our extremely tight budget to repair a window that should have never been damaged in the first place. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. Let's bring in Toby Barrett, MPP for Haldeman Norfolk. He is with us now. Toby, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate this. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Yep, there's lots of stories about uh, poor old Highway 6. So let's talk about this. Why is this highway in the shape that it's in? Is it any different than others considering the season that we've had? You know, uh, Provincial Highway 6 is different than the other Provincial Highways. It was supposed to have been uh, uh, totally reconstructed uh, over two years ago. That did not happen because of uh, archaeological findings. Uh, I assume some native artifacts and some other artifacts. And because of this uh, archaeological dig, if you will, uh, the complete reconstruction of the highway uh, between Caledonia and Hagersville has been delayed over two years. So as a result, and this is unusual for a provincial highway, you, uh, we have this deterioration. I've been an MPP for 22 years, and, uh, you know, I've never had to deal with issues of potholes. That's something that you hear about on, you know, municipal back streets. Hmm. So why is this getting to the provincial level? Why, uh, I mean, is this just because this case or or this project has been slowed down or, or stalled in some way? I mean, is this the reasoning behind it? Yeah, I think the real reason is the road has uh, deteriorated so so much because it's two or three years uh, over its uh, due date. Uh, Normally, you don't have to deal with potholes on a a provincial high-speed, high-speed highway. I think it's, what, 80 kilometers for most of the route there. And it is downright dangerous. I drove it last night. I'll be driving it again tonight. In the daytime, you can dodge them. You can dodge and weave, but at night, it, it does get downright dangerous. So uh, what is the significance of the archaeological find, and where is that going? How long is that delay expected? Well, apparently the uh, archaeological uh, findings, as they refer to them, are available now. I'm assuming 
the the dig uh, has been completed over the last several years, and it did hold up the construction, the scheduled construction for several years. So uh, we're told now we're going to get on with it. I'm pushing to find out uh, is the tendering process underway and when are we going to actually see construction? It, ha- it has to be this spring. So there is no detail at this point or plan to uh, to tell anybody when this is going to be fixed? It's still pretty general. I've uh, raised this during question period in the Ontario legislature. Uh, we've been pestering, if you will, the Ministry of Transportation for over a year now, and uh, regrettably, sometimes I seem to get my information from the, the local media. So uh, will there be, or do you anticipate them, or does it need, uh, temporary work before it gets to a full rebuild? Well, yes, we've, uh, we've had a, a full winter of uh, temporary work. The contract was under Carillion. Uh, it's a company that, as I understand it, is... Uh, pretty well run out of uh, money. The, they're under creditor protection, and I think the U.K. parent is uh, under bankruptcy. So uh, we wonder, there, there seems to be one, for all winter, there just seem to be one or two fellows out there with a shovel and some asphalt. They'd run out, uh, you know, after a truck would go by, they'd run out, throw some asphalt in a pothole, jump back out of the way again, a car would go by. Hmm. I hope those guys are getting paid. And I I understand now that a, a local paving company has been brought in to do a proper job, and there have been improvements just in uh, recent weeks. So when any idea when you will find out if this highway is going to be rebuilt this summer? Well, we've, we continue to ask. We, we're assuming construction can start uh, as soon as the weather breaks uh, just because of the pressure. And, and I do encourage local residents, so many of your listeners drive uh, number six to keep up the pressure, keep phoning and sending in the, uh, the emails. It's, it's been confusing. We've had a change in the, uh, the Minister of Transportation. Uh, Carillion uh, is in trouble as a company, the company that was, uh, received the contract to do this kind of work. Uh, so if we keep up the pressure. We hope we can uh, keep things in order because there's a, it's a commuter route. There's a lot of steel, a lot of uh, petroleum product, gypsum, grain goes up and down that highway. How long a stretch are we talking about will be involved in the rebuild? Well, there's, there's gigantic signs at each end. They're beautiful signs. They're you know, lit up all night. I mean, they did a good job on the warning signs anyway, and it says uh, 10 kilometers. So that's between Caledonia and Hagersville. Huh. So, uh, in the meantime, how bad is it? How dangerous is it? I mean, how many of these well, complaints? How many of these complaints uh, of property damage uh, have you received? Yes, I'm getting complaints with respect to that, and there is a process for compensation through the uh, the Ontario government, and you have to, uh, you know, kind of dot the i's and cross the t's and uh, provide evidence of damage, primarily. The damage I hear about is to the the front end of a vehicle. I, I mean, you mentioned a uh, smashed windshield from asphalt uh, flying up out of a, one of the patch holes. So there is a process uh, for compensation. We have the information about that in, in our office. And uh, it's really just a continual sorry saga with respect to Provincial Highway 6. 
we've had so many detours, as your listeners would know, with respect to the uh, various uh, Caledonia Six Nations uh, standoffs over the last 11 years or so. And these detours are downright dangerous. Those are, are rural secondary roads, and they're not meant for high-speed travel. Uh, is is the primary cause of this just the fact that the highway was delayed while you uh, while this dig was conducted? That seems to be the the problem. Uh, highways have to be, you know, redone every what would it be, fifteen years or so, and uh, this one had been let go for several years because of this holdup, because of uh, a, a, an archaeological research project along the highway. I mean this. This route has been there for 250 years. It's not you're not putting in a brand new thoroughfare. It's basically uh, just a a major resurfacing that's required. I'm not sure. I suppose for political reasons or reasons of political correctness, uh, it was deemed uh, appropriate to do an archaeological uh, research project. What was but found? Things wh- up for a couple of years. Do we know anything? Any of the results of this project? Do we know what was found? Do we know what the significance was? They apparently found the foundation of a of a, a house uh, back in the 1860s, and I, I'm just not sure if there were other to what extent there were uh, indigenous uh, artifacts uh, discovered along the roadbed or in the in the ditches. I'm not sure about that. Um, but that that apparently was the holdup. And I guess my question is, and excuse my ignorance here, but why would that not have been discovered when the highway was built originally? Well, yes, and I guess, uh, you know, this route goes back probably 250 years, you know, the direct, as the crow flies from Port Dover up to to Hamilton Harbor, Mm -hmm. you know, one of Ontario's original uh, routes. And, uh, again, there wasn't a call for archaeological digs back in the day. All right. So uh, what do you uh, have to say to residents? What advice do you have for them who are encountering these issues as everyone waits? Well, be careful, especially when you're driving at night. Like I say, it wasn't too bad last night. I'll be on it again tonight. Uh, but the asphalt does does come out this time of year pretty quickly, and we're not talking a back street. We're talking uh, heavy truck traffic at uh, fairly, fairly significant highway speeds, and that's uh, where the danger lies. Of course, the nuisance, uh, and it is uh, it's frustrating. To, you, you really can't dodge these uh, potholes. There are so many of them, but there has been progress uh, to the credit of a local company. They've been able to uh, come in there and uh, patch a lot of it. But it, it just seems to be the ongoing sorry saga of Number Six Highway, and it is a—it's a lifeline down through our area. There's not many bridges across the Grand River. There's not many ways to uh, to get down into Haldeman County and Norfolk and down to Lake Erie. So it's a—it's a major route that way, uh, very significant tourism route in the in the warm weather, and it looks like we're facing yet another prospect of highway construction during the tourist season, which really knocks the stuffing out of areas like Port Dover and Turkey Point and down along the uh, the Lake Erie shore. Hmm. 
All right, Toby Barrett's been with us, MPP for Haldeman Norfolk, talking about the state of Highway 6 uh, between to and fro, and uh, hopefully uh, can be corrected uh, soon. I can't let you go, Toby, without asking your thoughts about what's transpired in the last week in your party, and uh, how. what's the buzz in the party? How do you see things moving forward? Well, moving forward, we now have a, a very interesting situation where there's, what, maybe 100,000 Patrick Brown loyalists. There's a, a voting block. They will have a tremendous influence on the outcome of this uh, leadership race. Their uh, candidate has been taken out, and in their view, unfairly, uh, a politically motivated uh, coup d'etat, if you will. So uh, we'll see in the next few days, uh, many of these people are are angry. They're, they're still engaged. I mean, they feel very strongly about uh, their right to vote in the democratic process. So it'll be very interesting to see where they are now going to park their vote because they are now prevented from uh, voting for Patrick Brown. Toby Barrett has been with us, MPP for Haldeman Norfolk, uh, talking about the condition of Highway 6. Toby, thanks for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Thank you, Scott. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.